This is the American Association of Orthodontists podcast. I'm Pam Paladin, and welcome. I'm pleased to welcome Dr. Myron Guyman back to the podcast. Dr. Guyman represents the Rocky Mountain Society of Orthodontists on the AAO Board of Trustees, the RMSO. And this year, he is the board's liaison to the AAO Foundation. We are also joined by the new executive director of the AAO Foundation, whose name is Jackie Bodie. Welcome to you both. Thank you for joining us. Good to be back. Thank you. Jackie, uh, we're going to put you on the spot. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your background and your certifications and how long you've been now with AAO. Was it March when you started? March 18th, yes. 2018. My first day was March 26th. And I came originally from Christian Hospital which is a community hospital here in St. Louis. I had been there for five years. Prior to that, I was with Washington University School of Medicine in their fundraising department. At the hospital, I was the executive director. Um, my background, my master's degree is in communication management. My bachelor's degree is in psychology and communication, specifically public speaking. And my certification is in, uh, it's called a CFRE. So I'm a certified fundraising executive, which I received that certification about four years ago. Congratulations. Thank so, you. So now I know what all the initials are after your name. Right. <laughs> Jackie, we have a generation of orthodontists that are very familiar with the foundation. It's been around a long time. Uh, guys my age and older are probably very familiar with, with what the foundation has done, but I think some of our new and younger members maybe don't understand what the mission is of the foundation. Um, what what exactly does the foundation do for us as a profession? So the mission statement of the AOF is to advance the orthodontic specialty by supporting quality education and research that leads to excellence in patient care. So Pam, maybe you can tell us a little bit about when the foundation started. Jackie's new new to the organization. She is, and, and, and I'm old now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, foundation came to be in 94. Um, I started here in 96, so I, I kind of came in when it was still fairly new. Uh, it was not expected to do much, I think. I, I, I remember hearing that, uh, you know, gosh, if you guys raise a million dollars, that's, you know, you can close the doors and, and you're done. Uh, however, it's started working. So that from a relatively slow beginning, really modest beginning, the foundation has has had surprising success. I think the success isn't in terms of fundraising. I think the success of the foundation is the depth and breadth of the kind of research projects that, that they're able to fund. Uh, Jackie, what kind of, of research projects has the foundation funded or are, are, is funding this year? I think the foundation has supported all different kinds of grant proposals that have been submitted. It's a wide variety. It includes basic science, research, clinical work, and even re records preservation. You know, that the records preservation I know has, has been a emphasis. Um, maybe let's talk about that, that legacy collection. For uh, those of you that don't know, there was a collection of records that probably ethically or realistically we could never reproduce. Um, using the old technology, the plain films, the, the celluloid, the, all that. These, these records were deteriorating over time and the foundation got behind it and, um, helped raise the money to preserve these records because they will never, ever, ever, ever able, 
to reproduce them. How, how's that project going now? Is it still ongoing? Are we done? Are we? It's ongoing. It will continue. Even this year, we approved additional funding to support the maintenance of that of those records online. And you can actually find that information all through our website, the aofoundation.net. If they go on that website, they can find that uh, link to the legacy project and um, and continue to be able to do that research and locate all that information. And eventually those records would be available to, to really anybody that would could have access to them. Correct. At oh. no charge. Oh, wow. That's incredible. That's, that's true. They, they are available at no charge. And I understand there are a number of uh, papers being published now that are citing the, the records in, in the AAO Foundation's legacy collection. That's very exciting. And it's definitely, I mean, I, I still get phone calls or emails um, asking for, you know, how they find that information. And um, if they have questions, where do they go? We utilize the University of Pacific to help us maintain that website. And, uh, but it's something the foundation is continuing to support to ensure that it's available to anyone that might need it. You know, browsing the the website and the, the Facebook page, it's, it's amazing the depth and breadth of the topics and the uh, subjects of the research and the projects are. It's not, it's not just clinical. It's also basic science research. Uh, there's a consortium on, on science and technology bridging the gap between the new technologies and how we can apply that uh, into our orthodontic practices. This is, this is amazing to me. It's not just, just a fundraising effort. It is, it's an effort to improve the profession. Jackie, the process for getting funded for different research projects is something that may not be familiar to everyone listening. Can you give us some information on how people go about submitting proposals for grants from the foundation? So we take all the grant proposals in the fall. The deadline this year is November 16th, which is a Friday. The award applications are all available on our website which is aofoundation.net under awards materials. So someone can pull up that packet, complete it and submit it to our office. And then over the course of kind of over the holiday season, uh, the review committee will be reviewing the applications that are submitted and then they will meet in January to determine what they will recommend to the board for funding next February. This is an earlier date than than uh, in years past, correct? Yes, it well, is. Let, let's emphasize that the the deadline for submissions for this year is November 16th, 2018. Yes, it is about a month earlier than it used to be. Do you have a, a an idea of what how, the number of applications that the, that you might be receiving? So based on last year, we received 45 proposals for funding for 2018. We approved 27, which ended up being about $800,000 in awards that we have approved for funding this year. Jackie, where do the uh, grant proposals come from? Uh, I'm sure that comes from a lot of different places and times and things. What Give us an idea of, of who's applying for the grants. You know, anyone and everyone. I spoke the other day with um, some folks from Case Western that are interested in applying this year, and they work in their development office. And so they were interested in applying for grant funding. Um, We have residents that are eligible for resident awards. 
Um, we have extended, it used to be that these uh, grants were only for junior faculty. That's no longer the case. Um, so really anyone is um, encouraged to get online and look at those opportunities. So even an orthodontist in private practice who has a research interest would be able to submit something? Yes. I definitely would encourage anyone that has any sort of ideas about projects or um, research that they'd like to look into further. This is a really wonderful way to receive additional funding and support. Is this kind of funding, is it time limited for whatever your project is? So it, it does depend on the project. So when you apply, you can say, I need the funding for a year or up to three years. So it just depends on the situation. And then um, we do run into occasionally people that need like a six month extension because they weren't able to get all the information they needed completed by a certain date. So we can look into that as well. So I think from our office's perspective, we're pretty flexible when it comes to what the researcher needs to be able to get the outcomes that they're looking for. Dr. Guyman, let me ask you as an orthodontist, is the kind of research that's done that that's supported by the foundation or just orthodontic research in general, whether it's clinical or uh, basic science. Uh, if, if the, if orthodontists are not doing it, would anybody else do this? Is, is this such a niche that there might not be other researchers interested in, in specific aspects of that are interested in, of interest to orthodontists? You never know what the value of research is going to be. Um, sometimes the research on its face value doesn't look like it's going to be important, but many years later, we find out that it is. The benefit of a program like this is that the people who are doing the research are unbiased. They're not funded by a supplier or a corporation or a, a manufacturer. Um, not that that isn't good, good research at times, but we tend to look at, at peer-reviewed literature, which is you know, the, the null hypothesis, we don't go into it thinking of anything. And, and so having an independent funding for research allows those researchers to be really unbiased, you know, from the get go. And I think there's some validity to that. And then of course they go through the publication process where, you know, the material that they, the research projects that they use are, are reviewed and, uh, you know, the peers look at it and is the science good? Is the statistic good? And, and again, I think, that as an orthodontist, as a clinician, we're looking for those unbiased views, which is why something like this is so important. So now we're going to talk about the elephant in the room, and that is the misperception of the level of money available in the foundation. We, when I say we, uh, it's not only just the foundation. I think we as a profession, we as practicing orthodontists, we at the AAO, Jackie, especially, uh, Robert Hazel, the years that he donated and dedicated his life to this are very grateful for the many generous donors that have pledged uh, money to the foundation. This is money that will be collected over the years, not, not all at one time. Many of these generous donors have, have included the AOF in their estate plan. And that's not money that's available to us now. The foundation has made it a high priority to fund their endowment. And that and that's a term that's very familiar, I think, uh, to our members. Most of our colleges had an endowed chair or an endowed program. And and what that means is that we have a corpus of funds um, from which we're able to draw from the the proceeds. 
by by having this endowment, we're able to generate funds that can be used not only this year, but but year after year after year into the future. That's that's the strength of the foundation. Uh, unfortunately, because the research is continuing, the fundraising needs to continue. The new topics that come out, the depth and breadth of the research that needs to be done to validate the things that we're doing or invalidate the things that we're doing, that that's never ending. And unfortunately, it takes uh, funding to, to do those kind of things. And that's why fundraising really never can stop. Well, Jackie, we have lots of new things to look forward to. Tell us about them. Yes. Well, at this point with the AO Foundation, we would love for everyone to like us on our Facebook page. Always, you can go on our website, which is www.aofoundation.net. Feel free at any point to also call me here in the office. My toll-free number is 800-424-2841 and my extensions 546 you can also email me, which is jbode at aaortho.org. But we are really looking forward to launching several new programs this year, updating our website, and doing more on social media. So just keep tuned and watch for the AO Foundation um, near you. And all the wonderful projects that the Foundation is doing to support its mission to support orthodontic education and research for the betterment of patient care. And that is a wrap for this podcast. Many thanks to today's guests, Dr. Myron Guyman from the AAO Board of Trustees and Liaison to the AAO Foundation, and Jackie Bodie, the new AAO Foundation Executive Director. This is Pam Paladin. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We'll see you next time.